Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 21 of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine podcast. It's been several weeks since I recorded a new episode. I have not been feeling well at all. There's been a lot of processing going on for me, both physically and emotionally. And so I've sort of been tucked away or laying in a hammock or resting in bed or maybe sitting on the floor crying or a whole host of other positions and places have been a part of the last several weeks that really didn't make it very conducive to getting online and sharing some plant spirit medicine with you. But while I've been in that space, the plants have still continued to come and several of them have been sitting and waiting for quite a few weeks for me to share them with you. And so on this return to recording what I hope will be these, you know, week to 10 days regular podcasts, the medicine that wants to come today is tulip poplar. Once again, tulip poplar was the last episode, episode 20, She Who Knows, that spoke about tulip poplar's dove medicine and oracles. And there's so much more to say on that point. And sometimes I'm a bit concerned that that episode didn't fully express all that I had hoped it would. But I'm very thankful that I heard from some of you afterwards. And thank you for sharing your stories with me about doves and synchronicity and being able to see, being able to know. The medicine, though, that tulip poplar, the tulip poplar tree, wants to have shared in this episode is such a precious medicine to me. When this part of tulip poplar medicine was shared with me, I had been working with tulip poplar for several years. I had been sitting with the tree often. I had been using the tincture, the flower essence, and the tree had become very dear to my heart. And it walked me through a very difficult season where I had been remembering being sexually abused by my father as a child. And my mom was not receiving the news of that very well, understandably so. And the relationship that she and I had had that had been so very, what I thought was close and good and rare, you know, uh, not, not everyone gets along with their mother. <laughs> as a teenager or as an adult, but I had been doing so. Um, she had been an integral part of our family. But she had decided that she was finished, that she was done with me and had asked that I not contact her again. And also in the midst of this, I had just had an, another baby, my sixth little one, Ruby. She was just a few weeks old. And my grandfather on my mother's side, um, had passed away, had passed on. And so this was a very heavy season of life for me. But the heaviest thing and the most difficult was having my mom say to me, I'm finished, I'm done with you. So when I got that news from her, and you can read more about this in my book, um, Flowers for a Girl, Plant Medicine and Sexual Trauma. But when I got that news, it pierced me, like stabbed 
me in a place that doesn't really have a name in my body. I could point to it, but as far as I'm aware, there's no name for it, at least not in the physical realm, perhaps in the energetic or the spiritual realm. But I wasn't able to stand up for several days. I did not stand up straight. I had to consciously lift my upper body to stand up straight. And I was just devastated. I mean, how do you go on now? Is what I was thinking. But Tula Poplar called to me. I ended up in a field um, running laps in this grove of trees, this circle of trees, running laps and singing. And maybe I'll sing that song for you in just a moment. And I couldn't even believe I was running, leaping and high-fiving the leaves of the tree and singing and clapping when just moments before, when I had wandered outside at the beckoning of Tula Poplar, I could barely even walk. I mean, just no spirit, no energy, no purpose um, in myself. But Tulip Poplar calls me out saying to me, you have survived and go outside. The sky is blue. The sun is yellow and shining. The trees and the grass are green and you are alive and you have survived. Get outside. And so I did. And like I said, you could read more about it in the book. I end up in this grove of trees, running laps, high-fiving the trees, and I began to sing. And there was this freedom that I began to experience that I hadn't expected to begin experiencing during that season after such an event while I was with these trees. And when it was over, when I finished singing and I finished clapping and I finished running, I sort of gave a bow to the trees to thank them for giving me that moment with them and for singing with me and praising with me and celebrating with me. An image came into my mind. And I'm going to pause right there and give you a little bit of backstory. One of my favorite herbalists and dearest teachers, Matthew Wood, had told me years beforehand, um, and maybe this is even in one of his books, that tulip poplar he considered to be the Jesus tree. And the reason he gave it that name is that he had received from tulip poplar that it was a tree for those who feel unforgivable. And this is true. And we'll maybe talk more about that sometime. But that day, I experienced a different aspect of tulip poplar that Also, I think was an expression of, as Matt says, tulip poplar being the Jesus tree. And what came into my mind was a passage from the book of Isaiah in the Christian scriptures where it speaks of the Messiah as as he or she is offered there as setting captives free. And I heard that scripture passage in my mind that setting captives free. And I thought, oh my goodness, Matt's right. Tulip Poplar is the Jesus tree, not only for those who feel unforgivable, but for those who need to be set free, for those who need freedom. And so the image that came into my mind at the end of this moment with Tulip Poplar was a cage. And I had been inside the cage, was inside the cage, and the door of the cage was open. And Tulip Poplar was telling me, go out, run, and be free. 
And what was so different about that image is that in the past, when I would see this image of a cage and the door open, I wouldn't go out the door because I would see my parents and others on either side. So like your captors are there. As soon as you step outside the door, they're just going to snatch you up and shove you back in and maybe even give you a little extra punishment for having tried to escape. But with this particular image, it was just wide open. And what Tulip Poplar said to me that day was, go out, you're free and your captors are gone. You are free, Amanda. And even talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps on my legs because it was so true. And I hadn't realized I was a prisoner. You know, and we often don't. We don't often realize that we are being held captive or prisoners of people or circumstances or jobs or places or relationships or dynamics or patterns or energies or whatever. We don't even know it sometimes. And yet at this moment, I was set free, not even having always known that I was captive and not ever feeling like I could ever really escape and be free. And yet Tulip Poplar was saying, go, be free. And also what Tulip Poplar did for me at that moment and over the next several weeks and months, and maybe even now where it's been even, you know, a couple of years later, is that not only does Tulip Poplar help to set you free physically and emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically as you work with her, and I know that sounds crazy, but she can do it, but also set you free from missing your captors and your captivities, because don't we do that? I mean, Part of the reason that we don't step out of the cage is because we're like, but I'll miss it or I'll miss them because it's what we've known and it's what's familiar to us. And, you know, it's not necessarily bad or wrong to miss people or places or things that have been very much a part of us and um, very familiar to us. But sometimes even when we're able to walk away from a person or walk away from a situation or walk away from a place, you know, we might be physically free, but we stay emotionally, mentally, spiritually entangled. And so Tulip Poplar also helps with not only the physical setting free, but also the, that emotional, physical, or the emotional, energetic, spiritual aspect so that you don't continue to miss your captors or miss your captivity, but you're truly and really free. So one other little bit, because I've gone just a tad over, but one little extra thing, a couple of years later, here I am. And recently I was sitting with the Tulip Poplar with a group of herbal students and I think peers, colleagues, some of them. And um, we were sitting with the Tulip Poplar and one of the students while sitting there with her had seen Mustangs, wild Mustangs. And I was like, ah, I don't know what to do with that. Because usually when a student says something, I can make some connections and tie it in so that we can all, you know, see and enjoy more medicine. And then they can grow in their confidence of their hearing. But I was having trouble with that one because many animals have come with tulip poplar, but never Mustang. So I said, you know what? Let's all sit here. Let's sit with this image of the Mustang. And let's see what else it is that tulip poplar wants to say. What is it that... Philip Poplar is trying to communicate through this image of the Mustang. So we sat, and what I heard from Tulip Poplar was, 
you were born free. You were born free. And I'm getting goosebumps now saying that. You know, it's not just that you can be set free, you know, by these places or people or circumstances that hold you or from missing these things. But you need to be reminded that you were born free, that you never had to be captive in the first place, that you were born free. I'm not even sure what to do with that or all the ways to offer it with you or all the way it works and interplays with life and circumstances and people. But if we could remember that we have been born free, we're free. It's our birthright. We are free. What would that do for ways we would find to open those cage doors for how quickly we would run out of them and for how we would begin anew and fresh and mm, without tangles and unencumbered? So I just want to offer that part of tulip poplar medicine to you. She is a dear and precious tree. He is a dear and precious tree. They are a dear and precious tree. I would encourage you to sit with Philip Poplar, enjoy the tincture. Um, even this time of year, you know, May's new moon is best, but maybe still between now and the summer solstice, you could, you know, strip off a piece of that outer bark and enjoy the melon sweet scent of that inner bark and get yourself some freedom medicine. So thanks so much for being patient with me these last few weeks. Hope this was good medicine for you. Write to me if it was. I'd love to hear from you. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and you'd like some more medicine, then head over to my website, www.alchemillas.com. That's A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A-S, The Little Alchemist. There you'll find more podcast episodes as well as a link to Patreon where you can support this podcast and my herbal work. You'll find online classes, my book, Flowers for a Girl, Plants, Medicine, and Sexual Trauma. And if you sign up for our regular newsletter, then you'll receive a gift of blueberry medicine, which is a lovely recorded class that tells a little bit about one of my favorite plants. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for heading over to my website. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you in more ways and sharing more medicine. Thanks so much.